Welcome to The Fringe of It, episode number six. A weekly podcast from me, Liv Purvis and Charlotte Jacqueline, out of touch early grandmas, navigating their way through millennial life and laughing a lot in between. Hi Liv, how are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. We are back recording not IRL because Liv has just got back from LA. I know, La La Land. And um, (laughs) how was La La Land? Amazing. It was so beautiful. Such an interesting place. I think it's one of the most fascinating places I've ever been to. It was almost like it was the most LA place I've ever been to and it was almost a parody of itself. I can't. I've never been and... Lots of people say it's just a very strange place. Like it's wonderful, but it's strange. And I, I don't, re- I don't know unless you've been that you kind of get what people mean when they say that. Yeah, I feel like there were parts that were like Disneyland, parts that were very cool, and parts that were a bit like Camden High Street. It was just a real mashup of loads of things. Very spaced out, but it had some real gems. And yeah, it was amazing. I was over there for the launch of the Alexa Chung Supaga collaboration, which was beautiful they have the most incredible satin high top trainers oh I really want those but I tell you what I mean is Scotch Guard gonna work on a satin a cream satin high top because I mean one one spill and that that's ruined that's the thing it's like velvet isn't it it's like you're not gonna put that through the washing machine well I kind of feel like velvet's more durable than satin yeah, you're right. I guess it's like a ballet a ballet shoe, if you like. Mm. Well, talking of the weather, how was the weather in LA? Oh, uh, it was just, it was my perfect temperature. It was about <laughs> it was about twenty degrees, if that, and it was sunny. So it was like you know, top jeans, maybe a light jacket, bit of leg out, sorted. That is my perfect kind of weather. I am actually, and um, the reason that we're recording down the line again. Do people even call it down the line? Is that the technical I was term? Say, I'd say that. Um, but Liv's going to go to New Zealand after this, and I'm in Lincoln, so we're quite quite far away from each other. I know other. the stars did not align. But all I can see is a blanket of snow. So I'm actually in bed at the moment because I thought <laughs> a it'd be really good for sound, but b I could be cozy and warm. That's a good idea for sound. Very smart. Well, that that was my whole reasoning for it. But this week, talking about the weather, because we do love to talk about the weather. On Thursday, I had an espadrille on and a light jacket. And now I've got a snow boot on with a knitted hat. I know, I feel I left the UK and it was like warming up. I had a leather jacket on. I was like, I'm going to come back and spring will have sprung. Got back and it was snowy. I was driving up a hill yesterday. I wasn't driving. I've not made that much progress in a week. I was going to say, good work. (laughs) I really stuck to my guns, guys. Quick um, start. Oh, my God. Not a, do you know what? We drove up some hills in LA and I felt clammy-handed for this Uber driver because it, the hills. But was it not an automatic car? They don't need to worry. I don't know. Maybe it was, but that just hills just stressed me out. Yeah, no, too much clutch control. Um, oh. What was... Oh, your point was you are driving up a hill yesterday. I literally oh, was yeah, like, I where were we going with this? Off. Um, and it was just snowing and it felt like I was in the holiday when I got back and um, it felt I felt exactly like Kate Winslet. I'd been in LA, what got back to the snow or Cameron Diaz. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, I saw a meme or a meme as I used to think they were called <laughs> um, on, on the internet somewhere and somebody said, 
that winter is like an argument that can never have the last word. It keeps barging back through the door and saying, <laughs> and another thing. Oh my God, that's accurate. Yeah, just sod off. Maybe we should just stop arguing with it and just be like, you know, come back if you want. And then it'll be like, oh, fine, I'll, I'll get lost then. <laughs> well, yeah, I know what you mean. Kind of what, what's that reverse psychology? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Try I'm that with winter. order spring. Oh, please, because honestly, the mind you, I did get a burn from my aspidrils underfoot. Oh. Yeah, I, maybe my feet have been quite moisturising socks for, for the past, for the past six months, but I was wearing my aspidrils, pushing the buggy, and after about, I don't know, 45 minutes, I kind of felt a burn from the, because it's made from, what, rope? What is that yeah, kind of like? Yeah, I'd say. Rattan. Yeah, espadrille burn. So do watch out for that in the spring, everybody. (laughs) You heard it here first. It's back for 2018. (laughs) Um, Teletalk. So have you managed to watch anything? Did you watch any films on 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 the plane? I did. You know what? I did. What I've been watching that seven-year switch again. (gasps) Um, Very invested in that. I am so invested in that now. I was back for maybe about an hour yesterday, and that was the first thing I did before I bathed. I was like, I need to find out about how these couples are getting on. But I'm absolutely in love with that. Cannot stop watching it. I I, um, I feel quite opinionated about a couple of the husbands. Oh, you and me both. God. Is it George, the chauvinist? Oh, George, you need to do some of your own chores. He needs to grow up. He she really... seems really sweet too. I know. I was thinking. I just. I feel like he really like brings out the worst in her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He makes her very argumentative and I don't think she's like that in, in the with the right company. But anyway, on back to the plane journey. Sorry, I, so <laughs> we digress again. I know. I watched two films, um, which is quite a lot for me. I mean that was there was like pretty much a twenty two hour flight there and back. So What did you do the rest of the time? Irritate the person next to you? Yeah. <laughs> well that and sleep. Did so you get I, some sleep? I got some sleep, yeah, I did. I was quite productive, but um, I watched three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Brilliant. You're going to have to tell... No, look at my you face. Did three billboards? No. It was Oscar nominated. It's been everywhere. What, th- this year? Yeah. Wow, it, I really do live under France a rock. Like, she, they took most of the awards. Yeah, okay. No, I'm, yeah, no I've not seen it. Um, yeah, that, really enjoyed that. I need it, to get to the cinema. We don't... I've been to the, I told you, I've been, I've done my quota. I've seen my two films for the month, <laughs> if not the, this quarter of the year. Yeah, Three Billboards was brilliant. Um, wasn't sure how I'd feel about it. Very funny, quite dark, but really enjoyed it. Then started watching The Shape of Water, fell asleep, and then spoke to Joe, who had seen it in the cinema, and he says it's something you'd want to see on a bigger telly or the cinema, um, because it was quite dark. Not dark as in like the story but dark as in the picture so I couldn't really see it on a plain screen the last film I watched was Goodbye Christopher Robin and I loved it I've seen that something we've both seen yeah I've got do you know what say don't spoil I've got half an hour left to watch because the plane bloody landed so I was so I thought I'll time it I'll start now and then I'll see it all and then I missed the last half an hour. Oh, well, you have but, to switch everything off before the plane lands, right? Well, this is it. And they started doing their, like, little videos saying, thank you for travelling with us. I was like, no, I've got to watch this. It's quite, it's got, it's quite got sad undertones, really. I feel like it really made me think a lot about social media today mm. and, like, mummy bloggers. And I feel there's a bit of a 
resemblance in like the con like the use of like a child for content and things like that because I was thinking about it and I was like god it really echoes some of the themes that come up in today's culture yeah I know what you mean considering it was kind of about so long ago but it's still so relevant for 2018 yeah about almost like marketing your child and it was really really it was very interesting it made me dislike Margot Robbie and I have a lot of love for that woman her character was just oh couldn't... I thought you meant you, you just disliked her because of that film oh, her, no, her, character, her character yeah yeah oh she, which obviously means she played an excellent role because I love her oh, as a person she is I mean I know I mentioned I Tonya or I Tonya last week but to do like Christopher Robin and then that she, oh she's an actress she can act she's oh she can act <laughs> um but I highly recommend that film it's very easy to watch um good storyline very yeah. nice sets as well oh beautiful sets great costumes mm. and very um thought-provoking as well really enjoyed it 10 I'm, out of 10 10 out of 10 if she's not <laughs> even seen the end oh it can only get better on okay we'll say 9 out of 10 and if the ending consistently delivers then I'll knock it up I need to watch um I'm point, wagging my finger at you over Skype but I need to watch three billboards that I, I know what film you're talking about now you've mentioned it um <laughs> just because Francis was first introduced to her when she played William Miller's mum in Almost Famous. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. she, at the beginning of Almost Famous, she has the most amazing kind of psychedelic 60s sundress oh, on. And she's, she's so good in that film because they're not allowed to listen to rock music or records and she's like this scathing mum. I've loved it ever since that. And she's, she's brilliant. She's only got better with age. Oh, she's the gift that keeps on giving. Age is like a fine wine. Uh, well, that's what I said last week about Martin Kemp. Me and Jack listened to that <laughs> podcast in the car and he was like, sorry, what do you mean you have dreams about Martin Kemp? And I said, I can't, I can't control it. It's my subconscious, Jack. Leave it alone. I know. Um, have you, are you caught up on Bake Off? Because I've watched the first episode, but not <gasps> the second. That's what I didn't watch. Joe got in. I got in last night and Joe was like, is there anything you need to catch up on? Which was very sweet of him. And I said, seven-year switch without hesitation. And then Gogglebox, because Gogglebox is my absolute favourite thing. And did you see it with um, no, One Born Every Minute? No, I'm pointing, I'm pointing, because Gogglebox, I need to I need to still catch up on. I don't know, was, did I used to be this into TV? I'm obsessed with TV these maybe days. Maybe it's me, but there was a clip from um, One Born Every Minute oh, this week. Oh, what happened? And this woman was going into labour and she was screaming and this guy was next to her and then they face the camera to the midwife and then suddenly there's a thump and the husband the boyfriend faints <gasps> and no. it's it's joe was nearly crying it was the funniest thing i've seen poor guy poor poor guy but this woman i've never seen him scream like it was like chewbacca screams it was like Roar. oh yeah it's quite i mean have having given birth myself it gets yeah. quite primal towards the end like it the noises she that come out incredibly primal but um mm. this guy just could not he could not manage <laughs> and he was, he was on the floor he's never gonna live that down like and all these people on gogglebox were like just stay there you're a nuisance <laughs> you're a nuisance you've embarrassed yourself mate i am um, i feel like anytime she needs a cup of tea or like it's her turn to do the washing up he's she's just gonna turn around to him and go but you fainted when I was giving birth. Yeah, like, you oh, cannot not, come back from that. You have, you have to see it because it, it, it cracked me up. It really tickled me. Um, but I will watch Bake Off. Have you seen anything else? Um, I have been watching Love, which is back oh, on Netflix. Yes. Is it series three or four? I think it's the last series anyway because it got cancelled, sadly. However, 
thoroughly enjoying enjoying it. So if no, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's a Netflix show, okay. and it's about a couple who live in LA in their late twenties, Gus and Mickey, um, and their relationship. But what is great about this season? So it was really slow going, and I was on series um, episode three, and you could you could see me sat there on the settee like frowning with my arms crossed, getting really grumpy. And Jack was like, "You're not, you're not into this, are you?" And I said, "They have got one more episode before I switch this off," and then the next episode episode four was amazing so have you have you watched love i've watched the first couple of episodes and um, series sorry did like it there are a few points that did irritate me a little bit um i, I know lots of people that don't watch it because they said that the, the character's great because they're quite self-sabotage yeah i mean i didn't like i didn't dislike it. i did like the first couple i really loved i do want to kind of get into it because i did really enjoy it and i'm not too overly critical when i watch things like that i'm not too like I don't analyse it too much. I very much am a face value television watcher. So I know like a lot of people had a lot of problems with girls and things, um, which I can appreciate. There were a few, quite a few things that weren't perfect about it. But I am someone that just sometimes watches things. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no. I know what you mean. I don't like to kind of get into it too much. It's kind of yeah. Like, but um, the fourth episode in the series, so quite a few people messaged me because I was kind of um, doing Instagram, not Instagram live. It's Story. kind of stories. I mean, goodness. Something happens to me when we press record. Um, my memory just gets even worse than it already was. But a few people messaged me and said they were having a hard time. And then um, I kind of did an update and said, don't worry, episode four is amazing. I feel like everybody felt the same. And then okay. series four is about, like, focus more on our Australian housemate, Bertie. Oh, yeah. And she and she just also wore some fantastic outfits throughout the whole of the last series. Um, what, Bertie or Mickey? Bertie. I mean, I quite like Mickey. Mickey's always got a, a great vintage T-shirt on with a pair of jeans. I kind of like know. her style. Good tank top, good shacket. Always got a good shacket on. Um, but it was more focused on Bertie, and it was just really good. And the episode four, I think, had me in stitches, and I won't say why. And I, and I carried on with it, so... I've been watching that basically because I, when I get into a series, as as Jack knows, I have to I have to get it out of my life. Yeah, because I just I don't know. Push it to one side. Yeah, I'm like we need to move on now. So I'm really pleased that I finished that. Um, and then I basically was just catching up on everything that we talked about last week. So I caught up on well, I haven't caught up on Bake Off because I'm still one episode behind. And I watched the seven, seven year switch, but as soon as there was a new episode, I had to watch it because it's oh. it's compelling. It is compelling. The only other thing that I have been watching is called Utterly Delicious on Netflix as well. Uh, you met, I remember you mentioning this. Did I mention this last week? I feel like you may have done. You oh. mentioned it to me. I think I a... mentioned it to you in a private DM. But um, it's about David Chang, who is a really amazing American restaurateur and chef. And he basically goes around and really investigates the dish so the first episode's all about pizza the second episode's all about tacos but it talks about its origin but then it also talks about like different people's takes on it and how it is really embedded in our culture so it, it's not just looking at you know pizza and its ingredients it's looking at its like social historical context as well wow I think yeah. I'd like that yeah it's really good like people have compared it to chef's table but I found chef's table a little bit too pretentious Ooh. But, um, I'm here for this. Yeah, no, it's good, but it doesn't. Well, the second episode made, made me want tacos a lot. Oofed. Did you eat any tacos while you were in LA? No, I ate pizza though. <laughs> Disappointing. I know. I, I'm disappointed. I'm very unadventurous with my food choices. Um, so that's all my telly chat this week. Let's move on to shopping slash clothes. 
Did you pick anything up in LA? Do you know what I did? Oh, this is this is good. Um, I this, this is, is good. good. <laughs> I went into Madewell. Ah. So I went into Reformation. I didn't have a lot of joy. There were a few things I wanted. They didn't have in store, and it is on the higher spectrum of prices, I think, for clothes. Gorgeous My, clothes. You you sent me a message of that T-shirt, and how much was that T-shirt? Oh yeah, that was the Reformation vintage one. So I went into the vintage store. It was a Bowie. Um, tour t-shirt was $200 and it was pricey and I just couldn't justify it but I went into Madewell literally maybe half an hour before we had to leave the airport I had a field day and they're coming to the UK which is very oh, exciting I, I am I am very supportive of this this launch move yeah. what, expansion whatever you want to call it which is why I was like this is great because it's relevant so I know that you can get them on um, you can they do ship to the UK at the moment and I know they're on Net-a-Porter um but I bought this amazing white um shirted kind of like boiler suit and it's cropped and it's got like short sleeves can you see my eyes I they are do you know what I was I I went to the till I picked up a little wrap blouse picked up some earrings and I was like I'm done here for good then I saw it by the side of the till and Brittany who I was with who I will talk about as well because Brittany if you don't follow Brittany Bathgate on a slightly separate note, definitely follow her. She's amazing, best style, loveliest girl. And I hopefully, I know she might be listening. So hi, I love you. Anyway, we saw this jumpsuit and I just picked it up. I, I, I've, do when you see something in a shop and you don't need to deliberate it, you're like, I need it. You're like, I will part with anything. I'll sell my soul for this. And it's perfect. It's slightly cropped. I can't actually hear any more about it. I'm actually jealous and I've not even seen it. I feel like I need to, um, we'll pop it in the show notes, perhaps, pop a little picture or, um, yeah, because we're on Acast. So if you're listening on the Acast app, we can actually put pictures in of all the clothes that we're talking about. So if you're not listening on Acast, we would strongly advise that you do so, so that you can uh, see the things that we're talking about because we're so bad at describing them. Yes, we can pop in some nice pictures, maybe to illustrate LA and all these things. It's a little bit more... um, interesting if you want only if you want though um anyway when yeah, are jump- made well coming to the uk more importantly i'm not i feel like it's soon i had an email about it when i was away um which i haven't properly read i'm just gonna have a little google made well to make uk debut at john lewis at the white city at westfield london which one's the white city the one shepherd's bush um, yeah shepherd's bush so not stratfield not Stratfield, Stratford, Stratfield. Yeah, Stratfield. So let me just see when it's actually opening. For 20th of March. Perfect. That's when this podcast goes up. Oh, so if you're listening today. Exactly. So if you're in London, you will be able to pop by. Okay, so John Lewis is opening on the 20th of March, and that's where Madewell will be, and they can experience it in person. So that's very exciting. That is exciting. I'm glad we had that conversation. Me too. And I've also, one other thing that I didn't buy, but I was sent and I've experienced, and I feel that it needs a shout out, is my wonderful friend Jules's new tanning brand called Isle oh of Paradise. Oh my <laughs> God. I am literally so excited to talk to you about this. Um, Yay! <laughs> that's, like, I've literally been dying to talk to you because I saw it launch last week and it just sounds revolutionary. It's brilliant. I mean, if you think I look healthy right now... That is why. I mean, I think I've overdone it a little bit. I'm just, I'm, I'm a tanaholic all of a sudden. There's three different types of products, but in three different shades. And there are yes. boots. That's right, isn't it? 
Yes, so there's three, there's light, medium and dark and they're colour correcting, they're all like vegan, cruelty free. So you um, can get drops, I'm interested in the drops that you can yeah. add to your moisturiser because as I don't self tan and I also cannot get on with that, um, um, there's so much finger wagging happening right now, I can't get on, you know, with the gradual tanner that is like yeah. the daily moisturiser because I think it smells a bit funny and I still get streaks but this is promised to not smell and not be streaky. It's brilliant. And I've been using, um, I had a spray tan um, done by Jules, who is amazing. I trust him with my my skin, my life. Well, your um, naked body. My naked body, my vulnerable naked body. <laughs> and my paper pants. And I have been maintaining it by using like three drops in my moisturiser in the evening, popping it on my face and neck and just, you know, getting it everywhere and then it's I wake up and I've got a little glow and you can add as many drops as you like I think it recommends is it um, up to 12 can you tell I've, 12. can you tell I've been on the product page quite a lot this week yeah up to 12 I've been doing three to four and that I feel is a good amount for me I'm really excited and also the campaign images are brilliant it's a real a real woman totally untouched and she looks so good he's done an incredible job and he's the nicest most hard-working passionate person who knows everything there is to know about tanning and bodies and just he's amazing like I think if you're scared of tanning or I've always been really frightened because I'm Me really too. pale it makes it a little bit less scary and a bit more achievable no I'm really excited I wanted to speak to you before I made the purchase because I have been lingering on boots.com all week thinking hmm, hmm. like I thought I was going to go for the drops rather than the tan itself just because I don't know that daily yeah. kind of adding it to your moisturiser. Yeah, I feel like I might pop some on my legs. A bit. I might just go, like, before I fly this afternoon, just I'm going to go, go again. wild. Oh, but yeah, that's brilliant. Have you bought anything recently? I haven't. This week? I've, I've been quite lucky. I've been sent a couple of things this week. So mm. I got sent, you've, everyone's probably all seen it on Instagram because I can't keep anything to myself, but I got sent a really <laughs> lovely T-shirt and it had Blossom embroidered on it with my name. And it I was, haven't seen this. Have you not? <laughs> How? How? How have you missed my updates? I, I I don't know. And it's by an Etsy seller called Vishoto, and she's based in the Ukraine. You can go on her Etsy shop. You can select your flower. You can you can like do bespoke. I'm surprised you've not seen it. No. You're gonna love it when you see it. But it's such a beautiful T-shirt. So I was very kindly sent that, and then I also got sent a, a jacket from And Other Stories. Not sure I would describe it as a jacket. But it's quilted and it's got three different types of floral print. Um, and I just feel like a member of a very glamorous gardening club. Oh, so it's gorgeous. I'm thoroughly pleased with that. You look perfect in it. So that's the jacket that I was wearing on the day that I had my espadrilles. Um, and I will not be wearing it today because it's far too cold. But I'm hoping the weather's going to warm up and I can have it on next week. One can only hope. Also, before we get on to today's topic, I know it would have been more streamlined to go from fashion to the topic, but I want to tell you about two songs I've really loved this week. Oh, yes. May I, yeah, that, may this I? is the only music input they're going to get, or at least like kind of update, <laughs> updated relevant music. So um, yeah, do, do inform our listeners. There are two songs. There is a band. This is a song I actually heard maybe in November by my lovely friend Amy. She played it to me. And then Joe played it last night and I was obsessed all over again. It's by a band called The Lemon Twigs and it's called I Want to Prove to You. And I'm obsessed with that. 
also a song I listen to a lot in LA is Twin Shadow and Heim and a song called Saturdays. Very chirpy spring song and it will really get you up in the morning. Look at my face, it, frowning. I'm like, lemon, lemon twig what? The lemon twigs. Right, okay. I, I actually am on your Spotify because it's it's public. I don't know if you know that I, I've actually... Yeah. I follow it because I'm such a stalker. What is your Spotify? I think you should make that announcement. It's because... just Olivia Purvis on Spotify and all of these, both of these songs are available on my March 2018 playlist. You which... do have amazing playlists because I, I literally went on, I think at Christmas and was like, what's Liv listening to? And there you were. There I am. But um, yeah, so it's, there's only 10 songs at the moment. I kind of add songs throughout the, mo the month. So it's normally about 20 per month. And they're, sometimes they're old songs, sometimes they're new. Um, these are both not necessarily new songs but songs that I have been jamming out to I have a playlist kind of I have one called Summer Days which is D-A-Z-E see what I did oh, there she, oh she didn't um but yeah like theme them by what the weather's like outside so I need some uplifting spring music yeah you can find it in my playlist excellent hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's move on to this week's topic. And what is this week's topic, Liv? This week's topic is all about style. We thought we'd lighten things up a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is still quite a meaty subject. But I think we're going to... Uh, we've been looking at the Facebook group, seeing what people are talking about. And personal style is something that we, I think we get asked about and we speak about a lot. And I think it's one of the first things we really bonded over as well. I mean, I, we were kind of like last week falling apart because, you know, you haven't read Harry Potter and things like <laughs> that. But style is the one thing that kind of cements this friendship. It really does. And I think we're going to just talk about like, experimenting with style, how we find confidence in clothes and just whether Instagram is helpful when it comes to defining our own style as well. I've probably been into fashion from a really early age. I remember kind of having arguments with my mum and, and things because she wanted to dress me in quite a certain way, which I would happily be dressed like that now. There was a lot of chambray denim, a lot of yeah. matchy matchy, quite into it. But I remember um, all I ever wanted was some Adidas trousers, a sweater shop jumper and a Nike Air Max trainers. And I just, oh. I wasn't allowed to kind of have those kind of things. I did get some Adidas trousers eventually. But I always remember a school disco, and it must have been in the mid 90s, where I got some crop jeans from Tammy Girl that had the hem, which was probably at least five or six inches of kind of Indian fabric, like li uh, lilac, but it had a, like a iridescency lemon oh uh, yeah um, yep. and then I had some silver strappy flat sandals and then on top it was a lilac Ted Baker top and it said Ted Baker in like plastic and then when when like ultraviolet lights hit it kind of lit up <laughs> in the dark when the lights hit yeah this is real school disco territory Lizzie McGuire on stage when the lights hit yeah so uh, I remember that was like my key pivotal pivotal outfit when I really thought I was the bee's knees 
I feel like everyone had like something like that growing up. I mean, I always used to, I was really into like fashion designing. I really wanted to be like a designer. So I used to cut Me out all my mum's. I used to cut out my mum's OK magazines for like fabric swatches. Oh, girl. And I was like listing all the fabrics. I was such a loser. And um, I took it really, really seriously. And I designed outfits. But I remember I really wanted parachute trousers. Oh, like, my God. I forgot they existed. I know. And I went on and on and on, on and on. And my parents were like, you'll never wear them. You'll never wear them. Watch and we me. didn't <laughs> watch this. And we drove, we went to like Calais or like a shopping centre near there for the day, like day trip to France. Yeah, because that was a real big thing back in the 90s, day trips yeah. to France. Can we talk about that? Yeah, and we went to the shopping centre, which in fairness could have been anywhere. I found a Tammy. <laughs> Tammy girl. I know, I'd, I'd cross seas to go to Tammy. Bought these trousers. Did I wear them? Not once. Are you joking? You uh, had a points approved for, you know, pre-teens everywhere. Also really wanted, I, well, I wanted and got a pair of blue Timberlands. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, I did wear those. I exhausted those. And, did you not um, put the parachute boots with those or was that a different I ta- could have moment done. It might have been a little bit um, like Nelly and Kelly. I don't know. <laughs> Kelly and Nelly. I can't believe you didn't wear the parachute trousers. I'm really annoyed with you. I know. I really didn't didn't prove myself. That was. I really loved style then. I think because I went to an all girls school, there was a lot of like that. Do you see couture tracksuits and that kind of vibe? And then I remember I hit about fourteen, and I kind of went from this emo phase into this like indie tea dresses, almost when Alexa Chung was kind of starting out on Pop World. And she was like the girl next door, and I, she still is like someone to maintain that kind of authority. Does someone... does have quite a lot of Gucci now? Yeah, maybe a little bit too. Not maybe, begrudging, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> but beyond retro, like granny, <gasps> yeah, granny chic. Yeah, that was totally a thing. And I really, and then I feel like just when I started my blog, maybe I was about 17, I had this real 60s phase, and I feel like you did too. I totally had a 60s phase. I used to have peroxide blonde hair like bleach bleach blonde hair and it was white I remember just trying to get the um the the tone of it just right which was quite hard um when you're on a budget I think sometimes to to get the right dye but it it was always very cream and um I used to go to sixes club nights and back home that into a beehive and for a year I wore two pairs of false eyelashes every single day I admire you endlessly for that I just feel like my eyes itching thinking about it Oh, I was just so committed. And I, had a, I did a beehive all the time. And I had like, I remember once, I've got a very vivid memory. I was, I wore this outfit to my local shopping centre. I mean, I was about 17, 18. And it was like, I seen a look on like the Louis Vuitton catwalk. And it was um like a checkered dress, like a pale blue and white check dress. And little kind of dolly shoes. I know shoes, the one. And a car coat and a ribbon in that, like around your beehive. And I went, I went shopping with my mum like it, into boots. And I was just thinking, I looked like I was in fancy dress. And I feel like my mum was like, oh, is it a bit dressy for the day? And she would never say it in a way that was kind of a bit like, that's a bit bloody OTT. And I looked back and I was like, where did I find the confidence to wear it out like that? Because I was just, I didn't care. Yeah, Did but it's so, it's so ingrained in your identity then. It's so kind of, yeah, you, because you're kind of hiding confidence. It's kind of weird because you're kind of, I don't know, for me, I think when I used to dress like that, I probably had quite low confidence and it was kind of a bit of a shield. 
yeah to be accepted into certain kind of like I feel like when you were that age you could just like look across a a room I don't know what room I'm in but you know if you if you went out and you'd be like oh okay she's cool I admire my younger self um with the length of her dresses whatever dress I bought I would take at least at least three or four inches off the bottom so it was literally like bum grazing so I wanted that authentic 60s look oh so good I've I've put some of them on since I mean I'm not the same size as as I was then but I held them up against me and I'm like sorry that was that was indecent everyone could have seen your underwear I mean I, I don't know I did use skirt and hot pants and like really thick tights as well you know thinking I was Edie Sedgwick but really was not I know white tights were a big thing. I had a lot of coloured tights. I think coloured tights and floral dresses. I was like, let's talk about it. But would do you think that's when you first started to experiment with style? Yeah. Well, going back, so you said you were emo. So before emo, up north, I don't know if this was different, but we were called Grebos. Yeah, like almost the grunger to. Yeah. So they were like well, some forty one, blink one eight two. Like I was fifteen, sixteen. I had the baggy jeans, but they were quite like snug at the hips. And then you have like a rainbow belt, and then quite a tight t shirt, short sleeve with a longer t shirt underneath. Almost Avril Lavigne esque. Yes, t- like Avril Lavigne was was the icon. Um, so that was probably when I first started. Then in like university, when when I first lived away from home and nobody was going to comment on the length of my my dress and that's when I really got stuck into it I think and especially because I went to um art school so it was a it it was university by the time I left but when I joined it was an art and design school so everybody was quite well quite a lot of people quite flamboyant like experimenting with their style so it was kind of like where I really that's when I really got into it and went went wild I feel like that I feel like I went I was like on my space and I think the music I was listening to shaped my style a lot. Yes, yeah, me too. Massively, because I think I went from listening to like Panic at the Disco and real emo bands and like following real scene girls on MySpace who were like had long pink hair and extensions and I was like, wow. And then I went from that phase to being like, oh, I'll listen to the Kooks a bit more and Kings of Leon. And then there was that slight trans... I'm not putting Kooks and Kings of Leon in the same bracket. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole of the podcast. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, But I feel like by listening to different bands, that's when my style started to change. I really loved the horrors for a long time. Oh, me too. So I think that that brought in the skinny jean. That changed the shape of the jean. Yeah, and kind of like accentuated the eyeliner a bit. Yeah, Yeah, pulled out the winkle pickers. Yeah. (laughs) I think that kind of phase, and I remember... I remember a lot of American apparel. I used to wear a lot of American apparel. I oh, loved that, their remember, little... Remember that American apparel? Sorry to totally interrupt. That American apparel, like, it was half body, half dress. So you could wear it as a yeah. top, but you could also wear it as a dress. Yeah, that's what I used to love. That with, like, a big check shirt over the top, um, little ankle boots. Felt very cool. And I had, like, the disco pants, all sorts of things. Anything in American apparel, I was like, let's talk about it the disco pants I was never brave enough for the disco pants I had yeah I never wore them out I had them at home would disco for indoors but not outdoors with your parachute trousers and your disco pants I know I feel like if there's a novelty trouser I should probably steer away from it yeah I think I think that's the thing isn't it as as I say every week as you get older but you really kind of do know what's fashionable or maybe stuff you like but necessarily is not for you and that's fine you can walk on by I've started to learn that more as I get older, the things that I think, wow, that's a really cool piece. But the pieces that I can say, that's cool, 
not for you though Liv and that's fine yeah definitely would would you have like a desert island bearing in mind this desert island uh isn't tropical all the time so you can take whatever you want in terms of temperature wise <laughs> I wouldn't send you know because otherwise you're going to be like oh I'd have to take my swimming costume but what would you take on your desert island kind of style wise Oof. oh it's really hard to do it without being really predictable I feel like even like a good jumpsuit that you could layer or wear on its own I think, or a pair of dungarees I think that a good striped t-shirt which sounds really boring I but, mean I'm sat here in a striped jumper oh there's just never a time where it's not good converse I can't wear a converse because um I always need the arch support I say if not then I really like a good pair of like white plimsolls or trainers just like I think they're just very cool they always look good got a couple of dresses that just like a nice tea dress or a midi dress yeah what are your favorite dresses that are in your wardrobe I've got one which actually was from one of my style phases which was a Barbara Hulanicki one for Topshop which I'm oh, sure you're yes. gonna know I remember that collection it was very short very very short I was like a woman possessed trying to find it I sold out and I was like I will find it if it kills me and I found it in on eBay and I love it. It's really short. I was gonna. I was gonna say that is one thing I think you and me have in common. If something's sold out, there is nothing you and me get such a bee in our bonnet. Obviously, if we, <sighs> if we want it. But I did that with um, a Topshop blouse. I think two years ago. But I will track you down on eBay. I will find you. Oh, so good. There's only one other item I've missed on eBay that I just can't find anywhere. It's an Orla Kylie bag, and it was a one with a dog face on it oh mine's the Orla Kylie organza cream dress I think oh. oh my god this is so creepy but Elsie Larson got married in it oh my god amazing yeah. uh, my my memory for fashion and fashion collections oh unrivaled unrivaled like I literally can't you know I can barely remember my parents names but <laughs> <laughs> I can I can um but you know I can definitely kind of go back to collections and say oh yeah that was 2006 spring summer Summer oh yeah I can tell you I can tell you about that but what I think would be interesting is to talk about Instagram and fashion now because how do you think do you think it has a positive impact on style it's, is it helpful when it comes to defining style or I have an interesting theory about Instagram which when I was lecturing at university there was a guest lecturer called Ted Polemus and he is very much comments on subcultures and um, the way fashion uh, music and subcultures all work together and he kind of said um, like subcultures are dead now um, which is quite a bold statement but he said you know with the rise of social media everyone like trends are born and die quite quickly so yeah like in terms of Instagram sometimes I I wonder whether I actually like something or if I either think it's going to look really good on Instagram and work really well in a picture or I just want it and somehow part of me is insecure and wants to be validated because I've seen somebody call in that outfit. I don't know, like maybe yeah. I'm thinking about it too much and then do we all kind of become versions of ourselves, um, versions of each other, and it actually becomes quite samey? Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's quite hard to know your own taste when you follow so many different people Yeah, because you're so influenced by so many people that it's quite hard to know what your actual personal taste is if that makes sense definitely and I think what I feel that I've done really well recently in the past few years is uh, when I know that I like something but I know because I always feel like I've had a bit of a sixth sense in terms of like style and things like that um just blow my own trumpet but I can always kind of see a trend around the corner 
And sometimes I know when to step away from it or not buy that dress yeah. because I think it's going to be really popular. And I sometimes that will put me off buying something because what I don't want to do is is have the same as everybody else. Does that yeah, sound I, really big-headed? I feel like it is really difficult with Instagram because I follow a lot of people, especially with blogging. I feel there's such a wave of like one person will have something. And I saw someone talk about this the other day online as well. I was like, someone's copied my outfit or something on Instagram. And I feel like, can that happen now? Everyone is constantly buying new and recreating other looks for pictures. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's interesting what you said. I, like, um, I went through a bit of a, I think once I'd had June, um, she was born late April. There was still... I think I went a bit crazy in the summer just because I was so happy to not be in maternity clothes. But I did sit down and have a bit of a word with myself and, and think, why like, why do you keep buying new things? Like, what what is it? Like, what is the psychology behind it? Are you just wanting the hit of something new? Like, the buzz, which I, there yeah. definitely is the buzz of buying something new. <laughs> oh, 100%. With Instagram, are, are we constantly fueling that kind of, what is the word, the consumption of yeah. of, of new things? Oh, 100% because I feel like there is this pressure to constantly be sharing things because people are like, where do I get it? I want it. I want it. And I think there's that guilt that comes with something that's like, oh, sorry, it's like four years old. And I think social media elevates that because it's constantly used as a shopping platform. And in one sense, that's great because it helps push new brands into the forefront, which is amazing. And it really elevates them. But equally, I think there is this thing where some people see a trend and I mean like there was I don't know what it was I saw a picture on Instagram the other day and it was someone's face from like the neck down or like the lips to the top of the chest and they had a t-shirt on and a check jacket and a few gold necklaces and I thought it was one person and it was somebody else oh I've and I was, done that recently and I was like wow like that is what's happening like everyone is kind of Morphing almost grouping. into yeah. yeah and like seeing something there's certain trends and certain looks and I've seen it a lot with a lot of people that are all kind of gravitating towards the same things. And I kind of do think, is that your personal style or is that style that's cool now? So in a way, maybe there are subcultures, but they're more like Instagram subcultures. Mm. You know, you've got the the girl that's very cool and like Prezian inspired who loves modern art and Matisse and like line drawings and cool things. And then you've got other people that like, colour and like Scandi style there's all these I think there are subcultures but in a different yeah, sense yeah yeah definitely I think I mean that's the kind of negative side on the on the flip side the positive side that like one of my favourite things to do is go on Pinterest or Instagram and actually save boards of how I oh, can I wear yeah. how I can wear clothes that are in my wardrobe and somebody on Instagram I think Erica Davis is quite good at this actually she kind of gets a new piece and then shows people three ways to wear it because that's something I have started to do now when I want like I have the urge to go and buy something and I think we spoke about this I don't buy it instantly I wait a couple of days for as much as that that kills me and then I think can I wear that three different ways or can I think of different occasions that I can get the longevity and the worth out of that you know will I be wearing it in two years time or is it is it just to fill a, I don't know, a photo opportunity or an event opportunity or something like that? I make a point as well of making sure that I take pictures using like stuff people have seen before. Because yeah. I wear stuff over and over and over and over again. 
But what I think is nice as, as well is sometimes, I don't know, I never want to label, label myself plus size because my weight fluctuates, especially when you've had a baby, you know, my weight's kind of coming down at the moment. But I think sometimes what's nice is I'll wear something. For example, free people are amazing and they do XL and XXL. But sometimes the way they're marketing and styling is that like, you wouldn't know that they do sizes that fit size 14 16 18 um, yeah. and then like I was messaging somebody this morning um, and I was uh, and I put a free people dress on and they were like oh this wouldn't suit me I think I'm too big and I'm like they have your size they just don't they just don't advertise it so then sometimes I get messages when I've worn something and people are like oh cool I bought that and thank you so much for giving me the confidence to try it so yeah. I think you know and that's what other people do for me as well so like when I'm going on an inspiration on like Pinterest or Instagram I like to kind of look at other people and and like look for different sources of inspiration um of different ways to wear things yeah I think sometimes that's it's a good to not just literally sit and scroll and actually go a bit further otherwise you can just see the same things and the same I don't know maybe that's more my fault for following people that aren't necessarily totally always my bag but I think I always save things into folders oh I love doing that oh I've got so many folders on Instagram I highly recommend that if you're in a bit of a style rut making folders for anything whether that's like things you want to buy I've got a folder of things I'd like to buy and then a folder for just style inspiration have you got any tips for someone trying to find more confidence to experiment with their wardrobe or find their own personal style one of my favorite jobs ever is working in retail so I worked my parents have a shop and I've been on the shop floor since I was about 13 and one of my favorite things is when somebody tries something out their comfort zone Mm. and they like it and they buy it and then they'll come back in they used to like come back in the shop and be like thank you so much for making me buy that thing and I never bullied them into it obviously yeah, I could see if they were really uncomfortable but I think that is it trying stuff that's out of your comfort zone but I know that that can be really daunting but I think you need to find maybe we could do a mass shop with people live but you know find your friend that's kind of quite passionate about yeah got a passion for fashion and yeah. um take take them with you and and try try new things because I think you'll be and, really yeah. surprised because we just get stuck in ruts so I easily like someone to trust as well whose opinion you, you really value but not necessarily someone that would steer you away from things either like yeah not someone that's it's like, a fine line oh, that's a bit out there but someone that might say I think you look great and give it a go or even come along with you even someone else that's in like a rut as well don't look at those tags, don't look at those labels, like if you need to size up because actually you'd like it to look a little little bit looser or you'd like it to drape in a certain way, like, you know, you can be... There's no fault in sizing up or sizing down or, like this jumpsuit that I bought from Madewell, I sized up, I was like, actually, the other size fits, but I don't like the way it sits. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it'll feel a bit uncomfortable after I've eaten a pizza and I don't want my clothes to feel uncomfortable on me. There's nothing worse, I think when you feel uncomfortable in something so I don't know if you wear something that's digging in or just because you want to get oh. in a certain size and then yeah. I think people pick up on that as well so if you feel comfortable and confident in what you're wearing like that kind of radiates from within yeah and I think yeah don't worry about I don't know I think there's a certain thing where it's like oh that won't be flattering or don't think about that as well if you see a nice smock dress and you've got boobs but you feel amazing in it you yeah. wear that smock dress own it own it yeah I think I think it is more about being brave and I think um I've kind of trained myself to get out of that Instagram cycle where sometimes I, I will buy stuff well I used to buy things so I thought oh that'll look great on Instagram it's like what's going to work for your everyday life because I think sometimes I I get a few 
people who are like, oh, I can't, I can't wear that because, you know, I have a baby or whatever. As long as you can wash it on 30 degrees, you go ahead. You go ahead and wear that. Like, it's washable. Yeah. It's fine. Something I don't do enough, and I've had um, a conversation with Emma Block, the illustrator, about this. And she um, she has try-on sessions, which I don't do enough anymore because I don't have time. But you forget what is in your wardrobe and you forget what looks good. And when I was a teenager pretty much me and my best friend a whole day would be spent trying on clothes and like matching different things to create an outfit like I think that 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 is an underrated tool having someone else's opinion maybe we need to do this I need to definitely have someone to kind of try things on with and be like yeah I don't know why you've got that or like yes more of this more of that yeah like wear that and that together sometimes I really want the um wet share in clueless you know when she has that computer program yeah. but I want that and then like file my best outfits so be like yeah. oh remember that that goes with that and then you can wear that with that so true so true oh maybe that's a day well spent I'm gonna come around to your house and vice versa and I then feel like can, I need to do this yeah and then you can write a list of like those key pieces that are missing I knew that we could uh, rattle on about style and again I've not even scratched the surface but we're coming up for for your time to go because you've got to go pack your case I have got to pack my case oh thank you so much for listening as per normal there's a lot of chatter going over on the Facebook group so if you want to I said to someone recently I was like if you're feeling lonely I think it's a really great place to see if you can meet people in your area because I know there's been a few meetups there's a few in Leeds that have been to the Women's Institute there's a meetup happening in April somewhere so there's at least one meetup happened there's another one happening but do go on the Facebook group and while we're on the admin um, if you would kindly rate us and review us it would mean other people can find us more easily so there'll be more fringe of it listeners everywhere which means more meetups which means more friends we'd we'd greatly appreciate it but yeah i will speak to you next week when we will be on opposite sides of the world let's hope the internet will hold up so i can tell you what's going on in the future oh my god i'm so excited i will speak to you next week in the future thank you for listening <laughs> Ta-da! Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.